Christmas is the best time of year to continue or even start some family traditions. It's usually that one time of year that you're willing to do the most corny things ever for the sake of tradition. I'm your host, Essence, and welcome to the 12 Days of Christmas. getting closer and closer to Christmas by the day, but that doesn't mean that you can implement some family traditions and some Christmas traditions right now. So I have a whole bunch of traditions for you. There's some that are specific for kids. There's some that are specific for singles. There are some that are specific for families and couples. So no matter who you are, you can implement one or even more than one of these traditions that I'm going to tell you about. So let's get into it. Let's start with kids. Now, I know the most popular one is an advent calendar. I'm not going to get too into advent calendar since we're really close to Christmas, but hey, it doesn't matter if we're 24 days from Christmas or if we're 10 days from Christmas. You can still do advent calendar activities with your kids. You can do a 10-day countdown to Christmas, a 12-day countdown to Christmas, even a 7-day countdown to Christmas, okay? So no matter what, you can do an advent calendar with your kids, put some treats in there, put a Bible scripture or a coloring page in there to help teach your child what Christmas is really about and count down and build that anticipation for Christmas with your kids. Now, some ideas that I have for some treats that you can put in your advent calendar, because I know the ones that you get from the grocery store, like the really cheap ones, like the one my mom used to get me when I was growing up, those are little, you know, cardboard. And then you open the little door and every day it has like a cheap piece of chocolate behind there. But the cool thing about making your own and making it um, specific for your family is that if you're like me and you don't want your kid to be eating candy and chocolate and sweet stuff all the time, you can customize the treats. So one thing that I did in the very beginning is I made some uh, Christmas bark with my, for my son. So I used chocolate and I made it semi-healthy. Um, and what the cool thing about Christmas bark is that you can actually make it, you know, you break it up, you crack it up, and then you can store it in the fridge so it lasts a while. Another thing that you can do that I'm doing right now is trail mix. So you can put different nuts in there and make raisins and make it kind of healthy and then throw like a few Smarties or a few chocolate chips in there to make it like a sweet treat. So no matter what you do, you can customize it to what your child likes. Another one that you can do with kids is to drive around your neighborhood and look at Christmas lights. A lot of people have their houses decorated this year. And this is a free thing, like literally cost you nothing that you can do with your kids. And you can find the neighborhoods that have the best lights and you can kind of look out the window and ooh and ah over all the cool lights. And it's just a nice, fun thing that you can do with your family after dinner, you know, in the evening, it's getting dark much quicker now. So, you know, at five, six o'clock, you can go out and look at lights with your family. And you can do this every single year. And let's face it, it's too cold to go outside anyway. So you might as well stay in your car. Okay, let's move on. Gingerbread house. Now, this is something that a lot of people love to do. You can DIY it yourself, or you can go to the grocery store and buy the gingerbread house kits. And you can do a gingerbread house with your whole family. This is a really good one for dads because they like to build stuff. So, you know, you can get the dads involved in this one. That may be something that they like. 
Now, the last one that I would, or the last two that I'll say is to buy some Christmas books every single year. So every year you can buy three or four Christmas books and read those to your kids every night or every week until Christmas comes. And if your child loves reading like my son does, then it's a cool anticipation and a a cool way to teach children what Christmas is about through reading stories and through an interactive activity just like that. And every year they can look forward to getting new books at Christmas. And the last one that you can do is to bake a cake for Jesus. Now, I know this sounds kind of corny, but, you know, teaching my son what Christmas really is, he loves birthdays. He's super into birthdays. So I told him, hey, Christmas is when we celebrate Jesus's birthday. Maybe we can bake him a cake. And what we can actually do maybe on Christmas Eve is bake that cake for Jesus and then enjoy it as a part, you know, of our Christmas celebrations the next day. And then my son will really understand that this is when we're celebrating Jesus's birthday. Okay, let's move on to friends. Maybe you don't have any kids, but you want to celebrate Christmas and do a tradition with your girlfriends or your cousins or, you know, your sisters in Christ. Here are some things that you can do. Number one is a cookie exchange. Now you can be, you know, a top chef cookie maker, or you can be like a regular schmegular, go to the grocery store and buy, you know, the pre-done Pillsbury cookies. But what you can do is do a cookie exchange with a few girls. So everybody bakes 12 cookies and you exchange them. And so at the end, everybody's left with an assortment of different types of cookies. And, you know, you can make it fun. You can do themes, you can, um, you know, get into decorating them or whatever. But I think this is a fun and also inexpensive way to celebrate Christmas with your friends. Another thing that you can do with your friends that costs absolutely no money at all is to do a Christmas devotional on the Bible app. There are so many, you know, Advent uh, Bible reading plans and Christmas reading plans that are, you know, seven days long or 12 days long or the whole month long. But what you can do is every year, grab your girlfriends and say, let's do this reading plan together on the Bible app. Again, you can do this anytime during December. And it's a really good way, again, to really get into the mindset of what Christmas is about. And every year you and your friends can know we're doing a reading plan during the Christmas season. Last one for friends is doing a secret Santa. Now you can do a secret Santa and just do it without a theme, or you can make it pointed, make it really interesting and do, you know, we're going to do a secret Santa and the theme is going to be jewelry and everybody is going to pick their, you know, their secret person and everyone's going to exchange jewelry this year or sweatshirts or socks or you know, a tech gadget or notebooks or, you know, coffee cups or anything that your friends are into, anything that's within your budget. And that kind of makes it a little bit more exciting because we all know that we're going to get a specific piece of jewelry, but you know, what it is, is kind of up in the air. So I really like that. And especially during COVID right now, Secret Santa is probably the way to go because you're separated from your friends and you can kind of do like, you know, a secret drop off at their house. And I think that would be a really cool way to uh, celebrate Christmas. And then what you can do after you get your gifts is open it on like a Zoom call or something. Listen, I know the Zoom calls are getting tired, but (laughs) Zoom is helping us out this quarantine. So have a Christmas party over Zoom. Why not? Okay, let's move on to friends, sorry, to families and couples. Okay, so as a couple or as a family, you can read one chapter of Luke every day for 24 days. There are 24 chapters in Luke, and Luke is the most comprehensive gospel when it comes to uh, the birth of Jesus. And so it's a really, really good way to get consistent with your Bible reading, um, you know, to get the word of God in your heart, to reflect as a family about what Christmas is really about. And, you know, once your kids get older, everybody can do it and you guys can have devotional time. Um, You can reflect on the scriptures that you're reading. And then at the end of the month, at the end of Christmas, 
uh, or sorry, at the end of December, you would have read a whole book in the Bible if you were, you know, maybe you're lazy with your, your Bible reading this year. At least, you know, at the end of December, I finished one whole book of the Bible. A next thing that you guys can do as a family is to sleep in your pajamas on Christmas Eve. So get into your pajamas. They could be matching. They could be not. And everybody go down to the living room and, you know, put your sleeping bags out, your pillows, your comforters or whatever, and camp out in the living room on Christmas Eve right beside the tree or, you know, move the couches or whatever. You can put on a Christmas movie and everyone can, you know, eat popcorn, watch a Christmas movie, fall asleep and camp out in the living room and then wake up right next to the presents on Christmas day. I know that your kids are going to love me for that idea. Um, the next thing that you can do that I mentioned before that I did is to open a present every year on Christmas Eve. That's what my mom used to let us do because the anticipation was so great <laughs> at midnight. We would open one present every Christmas Eve, and then we would enjoy it until Christmas morning where we'd open the rest. Another thing that you can do is to give back. You can donate to families in need. Now, they have, there's a lot of organizations out there where you can build a box, um, you know, for children and you can buy them, you know, Christmas gifts because their families can't afford it. Or you can even just put some essentials in, in, the, in those boxes, you know, like school supplies or, you know, socks or toiletries or essential items like that. And I think this is a real way, a really good way to show your kids as well that Christmas is about giving back and that ultimately God gave his son um, on Christmas. That's the whole point of it. So it's a really good way to get, you know, your kids, especially if they're in that like six to maybe 12 age range where they're all about the presents, all about the presents. Christmas is really about giving back. So this is something you can do with your kids or even as a couple is to donate to, you know, it could be someone that you know, or it can just be through an organization every single year, um, putting priority that your family is going to do this for someone else. Now, another thing that you can do, you can gift to your kids or to your spouse in this way. And this is what I do. You can gift them something they want, something they need, something to wear and something to read. This is what I do with my son. I saw this on Pinterest and I'm like, I'm running with this every single year because especially with kids, things can get so excessive in terms of gifts and toys. And that's what Christmas becomes about. And so having a good mix there is something that really helps you as a parent to be able to not put so much pressure on yourself, but also to teach your, ch your child, you know, you're going to get one thing that you want, one thing that you need, one thing you can wear and one thing that you can read. And it's a great balance in terms of gifting. And you can also do this for your husband or your wife. Give them something they want, give them something they need, give them something they can wear and give them something that they can read. Listen, these things don't have to be expensive. I know it, it sounds like four gifts, but think about it. Something they want can be the big, you know, the big ticket item. Something that they need could be something big or small, you know? Something that they can wear could be socks, it could be pajamas, it could be, you know, some undershirts. Like I know for men, you know, you can never have too many undershirts, you know, for work and, you know, things like that. It can be anything. It could be gloves, mittens, scarves. It doesn't have to be a big item. And then something you can read for a kid. Come on, that's a book. You know, that could be five bucks. That can be something that you find in the dollar store. The dollar store has like so many really good books. You can do that. And if it's an adult, it can be something like a devotional. You know, it could be a book that they really were talking about that they wanted during the year, but it's a great balance either way, no matter who you're gifting it to. Okay, let's wrap this up. Another thing that you can do is you can actually journal. I love this idea because it's a great thing for um, families to do every single year and look back on in years to come. My husband and I actually bought a journal. It's a, a 
expensive leather bound journal that we write letters to our children in. And every, every birthday and every Christmas, we write a letter to them reflecting on the year, on their life, on different things. And the cool thing about it is right now, it doesn't seem like much, but in 10, 15, 20 years, when our children are adults or old enough to read it, they can look back at all of the years of things that happened in their lives and things that happened in our lives, things that were happening in the world. And it's a great family heirloom that you can keep for years to come. Like your grandchildren can read that. So I love that. Even as a spouse, if you don't have any children yet, this is something that you guys can do. Write a letter to each other every single year or even just a reflection in that journal. Another thing that you guys can do is you can actually uh, give a present to Jesus. Now, I know this sounds kind of weird, give a present to Jesus, but I think this is another really good thing, especially to do if you have young children who, again, who are in that, you know, six years old to 12 year old age range is you can do this a week before Christmas, or you can do this for the whole month of December is to do a good deed for someone, um, help somebody, um, minister or outreach to somebody, tell somebody about Jesus. Now, when you do this good thing, you write it down on a piece of paper and you put it in a box. So the whole month you're going to be doing good things, good deeds, giving back, ministering to people, and you're going to be writing them down and putting them in a box. And then on Christmas morning, before you open any of your gifts, you're going to open that box and you're going to read all of the things, the good things that you did. And that is your gift to Jesus. You know, I, I, told somebody about you, you know, I help somebody in your name, different things like that. And again, it's a really good way that you can reflect and look back on what Christmas is really about. This is the last thing. And again, this is very similar to the to the journaling idea. And this is to just journal every year. Again, this is for anybody married, single kids, doesn't matter is to just do your own journal write it down. It could be on your favorite app. It can be in an actual journal and reflect on your year, you know, write down prayers and hopes and things that you have for the next year. And then the next Christmas, look back on that journal entry or on that, you know, whatever you, wherever you wrote it down and see what God did for you. Because sometimes we can lose perspective about how God is working in our lives. And if we actually write things down and say, you know, God, for the next year, these are my goals. These are the things that I want you to do. These are my prayer requests. You know, these are my hopes and dreams. By the time you look next year, you'll look back and be like, wow, God not only fulfilled that, but he actually went over and above what I actually wrote down. I just want to end this off with a scripture. This is Joshua 24, 15. And it says, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. And this is the part right here that I want you guys to uh, hone in on. And this is a very popular verse. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Guys, family traditions are not only just about doing corny things with your family and things that you need to drag your feet to do and things that you roll your eyes about. This is about establishing Christ in your home. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, these are the things that your kids, your family, your spouse will look back on and that that will be the glue that will be holding them together and really building those memories and those foundations of what Christmas is really about. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We look forward to counting down the 12 days of Christmas with you. And don't forget, we are releasing a new episode every single day until Christmas Eve. So tune in again tomorrow and thanks for listening. Bye.